Hello, hello, hello. So, future man may hear there will be spoilers for The Promised Neverland in this episode. So, yeah. <laughs> um, if you're planning on watching it, um, please click away because, uh, yeah, there will be spoilers. So, enjoy the episode. Hello once again and welcome back to Manime, the anime podcast, and this week's episode of the podcast I will be talking about The Promised Neverland. And if you do hear an echo in the background, it's because I'm clearing out a lot of stuff in the room I record in, which is not actually my room, it used to be my room. It's the first place I ever recorded in, which I switched back to a good, good amount of time ago. Um, and so it's going to sound a bit more echoey for maybe the next two, two most next two episodes at most, I want to say, but I don't want to promise anything. And that is because I'm doing a huge audio upgrade. Whoa, Manime, how, what are you doing? <laughs> um, so there were a lot more things in here that kind of like blocked up sound, so it was more soundproofed in here, but I will be officially kind of soundproofing all the walls, getting a new microphone and stuff. Actually, my, my new microphone is going to arrive today, and you're like, well, I thought you already have a, a good microphone. Um, yeah, well, I'll be getting a better one. So, <laughs> yeah, so the one microphone I have right now, it's like an outdated Rode microphone. And there's like a big argument being like, what's better, you know, Rode or Blue Yeti? Um, so I will be upgrading, I want to say, because it's like an, this is like a more outdated Rode microphone. I will be updating to a Blue Yeti. And I got it with this cool, um, what do you call it? Not, not boom mic. Uh, as like an arm thing, so it, it, it's like the one I have right now, because I looked at Blue Yetis on the Yeti site, and they were kind of just all this one that had like in a little holder, and I didn't like that at all. Um, so they have this one that kind of like has like an arm, so I can kind of you know, move the microphone wherever I want. And I really like that, because that's what I have with my microphone right now, so that's going to be arriving today, actually. Um, now I'll be getting soundproofing and a pop filter, so the audio will be ten times better, and it'll, yeah, it'll, <laughs> it'll sound better. So that's going to be insane. Um, that's why it sounds, it's going to be sounding a lot more echoey because there's not a lot of stuff in this, in this room. Uh, so yeah, might as well get into a little news. Um, so they don't toy with me, Miss Nagatoro. Official anime has been released. Um, so there has been a lot of controversy about this anime. I have not seen like an official, you know, video on it. I've seen, I've seen some, I've seen some come up in my recommended, but uh, I've just seen the word pedo thrown around a lot. I'm like, what, why, why has that been, why has that been thrown around in the mix? And I don't want to like say anything that I'm probably going to regret, even though I do that like every episode, but you know, it's not, I don't know. I, I've read like a little bit of this manga, like five pages. I think it was in like a local Barnes and Noble once a long time ago. And I read it back then, but there was never, uh, there was never something to do with like an old man and a child. So that confused me. There's just been a lot of controversy about the anime in, in itself, which you know, it's kind of sad to see because it felt like right, right when it, like it was announced that it was getting an anime, there was already controversy. Um, so you know, I think it's gonna be interesting how this turns out. It's a big Twitter war, and we all know how those turn out. Um, on a brighter side, though, um, there's a new manga called Elusive Samurai, and I think the best part of this manga before I've even read it, I haven't even read it yet. The best part is the fact that it's made by Yusui Matsui, who is also the creator of Assassination Classroom, that beautiful anime, which is an amazing anime manga. And I've almost finished the manga. I have one volume left, which is dumb because <laughs> I could have just ordered all of these at once, but for some reason I've decided to just get them by individual volumes. And I've dropped it and picked it up from some point, so I'm really excited to read that. I think that might be the next episode. 
Uh, so thanks for giving me <laughs> for giving me a free episode. Whenever like a new anime or new manga comes up, or really mainly new anime, no, not new anime. When a new manga comes up on Viz, it just gives me a free, pretty a free out, free ah, a free episode because then I don't have to find an anime. I'm like dope. Um, so now actually we have a we have a good amount. I have some things to say before we go into the Promised Neverland. Um, so something happened the other day that I completely forgot about, and it was way back when I did my Devilman episode, apparently, which was like a month ago, and so I was, apparently, when I was, you know, watching the OVA, I was going through the episodes while I was watching it, saw a comment that said, Rio, Rio is the top in the relationship, sad face, and I replied, why must people do this, and that seems kind of mean, um, but really, what I was really talking about was why people ship anime characters together. It's never something I've understood. I think it's just me being weird, but, like, why would you, I don't, like, I get, I know, I know it's for fun, but I don't understand why you do it, because half the case, it's just, like, high cute characters, and you're like, are they really gonna get together? Like, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious, you know, they're not gonna get together, and, you know, I think this happens with a lot, and I'm just like, why, I don't, I just never understood it. I've never shipped, you know, I don't know, anime, manga characters. Um, another nonsense I've never done before is trying to find a waifu and husbanda, so you can take what I just said with a grain of salt. Um, this, this sounds like a weird thing. I know all you guys must be, you know, very shocked. Um, I've just never, you know, uh, whenever I'm asked, like, who my waifu is, I say launch from Dragon Ball because not a lot of people know who she is, and I'll explain it right now. So she's a character from, she wasn't in Dragon Ball Z, she was just in Dragon Ball. She lived at Master Roshi's house, she kind of just did normal things, she just went on missions in Goku and stuff sometimes. So she's like a character people can't really shame on for having me, at, like, for me having her as a waifu. And, you know, she's, she's not really... She's not really my waifu because I don't really have one. And I've just never, just never thought of having one. I just say her because no one knows who she, no one knows who she is. But like, it's like I should know who this person is. Apparently, it's weird. Okay, this is dumb. Okay, in the manga, I swear to God, her name is Lunch, not Launch. Because when I said that, someone's like, "You mean Launch?" And I was like, "No, it's Lunch." And they said, "Nope, Launch." So apparently, I've been saying it, her name is Lunch this entire time, which makes me sound like a complete fucking idiot. Um. No, another thing, I've never updated my Mal page. I mean, I recently did, but hardly ever. So for those of you who don't know what Mal is, uh, it stands for My Anime List, where pretty much you lock all the anime you've watched all the way down to, you know, what episode you're on and everything else. Kind of just like, you know, so friends to random people, anyone can really see all the anime and manga you've been keeping up with. Now, I have never thought of making a Mal, and her I hadn't before, because I'm a very lazy person. <laughs> And when I first heard of her, I'd already, like, watch at least, like, 80 anime. I didn't really want to log all those in. The thing with Mal is that you either, like, never update it at all, or you just update it to every single episode you are watching. And I mean, like, you know, everything. <laughs> It'd be funny if they could just put, like, how far through this one episode have you watched? I think that'd be funny, but I don't like that episode thing. I wish they could just keep it up with, like, I don't know, uh, just, you know, the, the animes in general, because, you know, who's really gonna watch, like, one episode, like, 20 minutes of an anime, and then just log it into the website? Like, why would you do that? It just seems like so many extra steps to be like, oh, I've watched five more episodes of this anime than you. I don't know why they have that ingrained, but... It was weird, um, but recently, I was almost called with some friends, and they kept on pushing me to put all the anime I've and manga and that genre I have watched on Mal. Because right now, I only have like 20 logged in, 
And I had like 10, but then I deleted all of those because I want to start fresh. Um, not just with the animes, but just like with the list. And so I've only logged in like 20. It takes a fucking... It, I say it takes a long time. I'm just a very... I'm an insanely lazy person. I really can't be asked to log in more than that. So now it looks like I've watched 20 anime and have an anime podcast. So no no, no offense to... Uh, no shade thrown to the people that only have watched 20 anime. But it just looks really dumb now. It's just like I put in main mainstream anime and then a couple of really really small anime so that's what that's why my mouth looks really cursed and that's also why i don't put it in the description of my episodes because the description of my episodes are already really fucking long uh, i've been thinking about actually putting in timestamps as well but i don't know i i'm as i said i'm a really la- i'm a really lazy person um but and i don't really want to make it longer but you know you know, I, I, at some point in, like, the near, like, three years, uh, my description's gonna be long as fuck. It's gonna be, I don't know. I don't know how long usual descriptions are, but I always compare anything I do to, like, what other people have done, and so that's kind of why, not only with my podcast, obviously, because I'm doing it by myself, but I mean, like, with, like, my mal page, and I used to have this huge thing with, like, the channels of my Discord server, where I was, like, I don't want too many now because it looks dumb. So I've, I've only I've only had uh, a few channels now. So that's 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 kind of how it's gone. Um, now onto the promised Neverland. So the promised Neverland is something I kind of put off for a certain amount of time because it just didn't look very appealing to me. And uh, but it is a mainstream show, so I kind of just thought, why not? So I bought the first volume, and after reading it, I immediately went on to Crunchyroll to watch all the anime. Yes, that has never happened with a manga for me before. I really loved it, and I, there is an exception, and that's with the Assassination Classroom, is because I feel very dedicated to the manga, and I am one volume away from finishing it. I'm very close, and I feel like an idiot because I could have I could have just bought all the volumes in like a box, but I, for some reason I've just decided, hey, this would be fun if I buy every single all 21 volumes is singular. So one more volume, and I'll I'll finish it. Um, anywho, the second season is also out, but is only on Funimation, and apparently even though Sony owns Crunchyroll and Funimation. I know what Sony is doing right now, and it's that they're trying to shift people over to Funimation, and that's just my theory, but I think they might be doing a thing where they make a certain anime exclusive to one platform and then mix them around like that so that, you know, people end up buying both, you know, subscriptions to Crunchyroll and Funimation, but joke's on you, there is such things as pirated sites, you fucking idiots, and that thing with that is like, if it's like only on one certain thing, people that only use Crunchyroll for their anime are gonna want to use pirated sites. So good job, Sony, already fucking up the anime industry. Stick to movies, man, just stick to movies. Like, honestly, you you can keep Funimation at this point. I'm not gonna fucking go on an entire rant about Funimation, but you know, (laughs) stick to what you're good at, please. Um, you know, I'll talk about, I could, I could talk about more about Sony and the anime industry later in the episode, or no, I think that could be its own episode, Sony versus the anime industry, because, I don't know. I think, you know, definitely once Sony, you know, bought Crunchyroll, I think a main thing that was going through people head, uh, people's heads first was mainly like, holy fuck, that's like $1.72 billion. And second, fuck you, Sony. <laughs> fuck you. And everyone's just scared because like, oh shit, you know, our anime industry is going to collapse. It's held up so far, but to be fair, it's been like a fucking week, so. Oh boy. <laughs> um... 
you know, I think, as I said, that's, like, its own episode. Uh, I just don't want to get too off topic right now. Back to the Promised Neverland, though. Um, so if I'm going to do a quick recap of the entire story. So the Promised Neverland is about the three main protagonists, Emma, Ray, and Norman, and they live in a house called the Grace House, which is an orphanage. And they live in the house with 38 other kids and one mother named Isabella. Those that live at the Grace House don't know what the outside is like because their mother, Isabella, told them that it was dangerous. And one night after they say goodbye to one of their friends, because they are being brought into another family, Emma and Norman see that the girl left behind her stuffed animal, so they run to the gate to give it to her. Keep in mind that, like, surrounding the Grace House, there's, like, a wall. Not a fucking huge Attack on Titan kind of wall, but, like, you know, it's a good tall wall, as some might say. Um, and so they can't really see outside of it, just, like, standing up. They'd have to climb up it. Um, anyways, they run to the gate where there is, like, a truck parked, but they cannot find the girl. And it's less of a gate, it's more like an archway. It's like a big, dooming archway. And the gate's, like, half open, so they can kind of sneak under that. And they decide to leave the stuffed animal in the back of the truck because they think the girl, you know, oh, she'll find it when she gets back to the truck. Um, and in there, they find the girl dead with a rose impaled through her heart. And that's when they learn the secret of the Grace House, because everything that they thought was false. The hugest fucking plot twist, and I know, right? Um, and the, you know, the house isn't an orphanage. They realize it's a farm for demons that eat child brains. And, you know, <laughs> their mother that helps the demons. I don't know why I thought that. I don't know how I paused there, but it's just like... I don't know, I whenever I watch an anime, I imagine being in their shoes, but for this one, I kind of like, I don't want to fucking do that. That'd scare, that'd scare the shit out of me. Imagine just, like, growing up, knowing, you know, everything is what you know, and then learning everything that you thought you knew is false. You don't know anything. And so, uh, I'd say definitely any of the anime is pretty much based on them trying to escape, and well, not really try them trying to escape, but the good first, you know, first season of it is pretty much them trying to escape. And I don't really want to let loose any spoilers or any more, as I already did. I will probably have a little cut at the beginning of the episode saying there will be spoilers. Um, but something this anime does is remind me a lot of Death Note, too. And you might be thinking, man, may. What the hell do child brain-eating demons have to relate to a psychopath with a notebook that kills people? Well, in that, you know, situation, it's not really about, like, the demons itself. It's kind of more about just, like, the mind games between the three main protagonists and the mother. Because, you know, in Death Note, you know, it's really, you know, Kira versus the government and Elle, who's technically kind of part of the government, so... Pretty much the government versus Kira. And in The Promised Neverland, I would say the government would probably be, like, the demons and mainly the mother. Well, not over... In the overall story, it's not the mother, but I would say, like... At least in the first season, like, the government is, like, the mother, and, you know, Kira is the protagonist. Except, like, one's, you know, it's swap, swap sides between good and evil. And, you know, it, it's an interesting thing, because it's just mind games. I, I'd say good, as I said, 80% of the first season is them trying not to let their mother find out, you know, that they know about, you know, the secret of their entire world and existence is a lie. Um, overall, though, I think this is a really good anime, and I definitely, I'd suggest it. I'd, you know, if you're on the edge about, you know, like, oh, should I, you know, read this or watch this, I would say go for it right now. If you're in the middle of something, pause that, go, you know, watch this. I would give a good 8.5 out of 10. I think just from the openings, the voice actors, everything fits what I thought the voices of the characters in the manga would sound like, and the animation is really clean, too, and you love to see clean animation. Um, so I think everything is really just checked out for me. Definitely not a 9 out of 10. I think they would just have to add more to the first season. Because remember, I'm doing the first season. If there, if I ever watch the second season, I'll probably do an episode on that. But for now, that's what I have for The Promised Neverland. 
Uh, shout out to all the Patreons. Their stuff will be linked in the description. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I should say. If you want to join the community on my Discord server, that also will be linked in the description. I'm very active on Discord, so if you ever want to reach out, uh, it will be there. Also, my email is there, too, if you want to go old-fashioned. Um, and yeah, that's gonna be all for this week's episode. Uh, if you did enjoy, please remember to, you know, rate it five stars, follow it wherever you are. Uh, there is this new, uh, podcasting site too. It's called Verbal, and it's not a sponsor thing, um, but if you get 50, what is it, what are they called there? Five subscribers. If you have 50 subscribers that they highlight your podcast, pretty much more listeners, and so that, I'll link that in the description too. So, if you would like to help me out there, uh, you can... Follow me there, or subscribe as they say. Um, yeah, that's going to be all for this week's episode, and I will see you peeps later.